when you find your why, you don't hit snooze anymore. You find a way to make it happen. When you find your why, you don't hit snooze anymore. You find a way to make it happen. Today on Pervy's Point, we're going to talk about purpose. It's something that I think everybody needs to listen to, something I think everybody needs to talk about, and something everybody needs to find. So I can't wait to have this conversation with you today. Keep it locked. It's Pervy's Point, and I am your boy, Robert Pervy. Welcome to another episode of Pervy's Point. I'm always, always excited to to be with you, to converse with you. And um, I say it every week because I mean it. I mean it, I mean it, I mean it. Your responses, your uh, messages, your, um, your words just makes me want to come back every week. I challenged myself earlier in the year. Uh, that I was going to uh, do a weekly podcast for a whole year and um, just to inspire people um, to to do what we're talking about today, like to discover their purpose and fulfill it. Like it, it's it's a very and if you're listening to the podcast today, um, you know, you know what it's like to to find out what your purpose is. And like walking that thing, like you, 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 you know, like, like, and for some people, uh, your purpose is your vocation. Uh, for some people, your purpose has nothing to do with your job. You go to work and make money, but you fulfill your purpose when you get off work. Um, and it happens that way. Every week, I try to just give insight on what's been going on in my heart and my mind throughout the week. Um, and that's why I called the podcast Pervy's Point because it's just me trying to make make my own personal point on things that are in my heart and my mind. And through the, through the explanation of that and me trying to journey uh, my way through my thoughts, um, I'll take you on a ride with me. And uh, the hope is that by the end of the 30 minutes or the hour, if I have a guest, that we're done talking, that you've received something that helps you um, in your life, and every week we pick one word to kind of focus on, uh, but everything I do is wrapped around the one word we're talking about today. I I discovered, um, I think I discovered my purpose when I was younger. When I was seventeen years old, um, I was about three or four years removed from losing my brother. And a lot of people don't know is my brother and I were club kids, not, you know, not, not the club you turned up in. You know, we're, we're definitely too young for that, <laughs> but we were boys and girls club kids. We, we were in the boys and girls club. And um, after my brother passed away, there's a community of people that wrap their arms around me and my family. But uh, the place where um, I found my spot, found my niche was the boys and girls club. Um, he's gone on to be with the Lord, but coach Gaines, uh, took me in and allowed me to work in the gym. And I would work in the gym with him. And uh, Coach Gaines was the big guy. He was a big guy. He was always sitting in a chair. He wasn't really walking too many places. So I would be Coach Gaines' runner. I would I would do everything. I would get um, the pads for the football team. I would 
make sure the gear was ready. I would make sure practice was ready for, for, for the leagues. And I would uh, sweep the gym. And I would, I would work at the boys and girls. So I, I would um, work so much to where um, their Shaquille O'Neal sponsored a trip for some of the boys and girls club, ki- boys and girls club kids to go to uh, Disney World in Orlando. And I was one of those kids. Um, so I was, I was a club kid. Uh, but from that, um, I realized that um, the Lord gave me a special grace to connect with young people, even when I was a kid. Yeah, a special grace to do it. Even um, my senior year in, in high school, when, uh, the summer leading to my senior year of high school, went on a college tour, and we toured uh, HBCU campuses. And I remember um, the Sunday we were on the road, and I was over chapel. And I had never um, preached a sermon. I hadn't accepted my call at this time. And um, and I remember they, they, they picked me to to do the chapel um, that Sunday. And I remember reading my Bible. The Lord gave me something to say to inspire people, right? Um, and so I, I quickly realized by the time I was 21 years old, I was in college. Um, and I realized that because of the, the track, the journey I was on, to start looking at what the Lord had called me to do. Uh, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, even after I got into college, that my, my, my passion was people, but my purpose was I had a gift to help people maximize their potential. Like the Lord gave me a gift to connect with people in a certain way to where I can talk to somebody for five minutes and have a detailed conversation about them and tell them some things about themselves they may not know or confirm some things about themselves that they need to know. And I realized it was a gift. It was a gift, and I realized that that gift of of what I had to give the world, it wasn't necessarily going to make me a whole lot of money, but it's going to allow me to connect with so many people. And here at 39 years old, well, about to be 39 next month, um, I sit here with a full heart and and strong hands ready to do more work because I've, I've gotten so much fulfillment from doing what God has called me to do in discovering my purpose. But here's what I realized. I meet so many people that have no clue what their purpose is. And, and um, oftentimes we think that people know what we know, do what we do because of how we do it and what we know. So we think that somebody else does the same thing. Come to realize that people are different. And there are so many people. I, I discovered my purpose when I was 17. A lot of people are 27, 37. Some people in their 40s don't even know what their purpose is because they get it confused. Like they think because they work at a school or they work for a church or they work or they're a police officer or they're a fireman or they're accountant or whatever it may be, that that's their purpose. Or that, 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 that could, that's, that's your vocation or your occupation, right? That, 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 that's what you do. You could be a school teacher that teaches kids, and that's how you make your money. But your purpose could be found in what you do outside of your classroom. And so it's, um, the purpose is, it's the reason for which something is done or created for which something exists. And, like, our, our life's purpose, it consists of like, the central motivating aims of your life. Like, what, what, what are the reasons you get up in the morning? 
Like if you wake up in the morning and hate going to your job, that 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 that's not your purpose. Like like purpose is you do it when you're tired. You do it when you are weak. Pur- purpose is a driving force for why you get up in the morning. When your feet hit the ground, what are you, how are you thinking of ways to change the world that day? That, that, that's your purpose. Now, here it is. Sometimes your vocation, sometimes your occupation may allow you to, to, to walk in your purpose. And, and, and I think that a lot of times that's why um, teachers stay teaching for years for less pay because their purpose is to help somebody realize their potential by, through education. That's why police officers and, and public service officials do it for in the in the, the dangerous field they're in and for not making a lot of money because they 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 want to make people safe. And their way of giving back to the world, their purpose given to the world is be one of the safeguarders of our, our, our community. Um, that's purpose. But 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 you, you find some people that are doing jobs that should be protecting people, should be educating people, and and they are just despondent. They 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 are dejected because that they don't want to they don't want they're just there for a check. They're not there to really inspire people, right? Um, but your purpose it guides it guides your decisions. It influences your behavior. It shapes your goals. It offers a sense of direction. It creates meaning. And you got to ask yourself, like, like what, what motivates you? What motivates you? I, I'm, I'm going to glide into that uh, because I'm going to ask that question. You know, I give you guys three things. Every time we talk, I try to wrap my thoughts into three um, different topics or different subtopics, rather. Um, and so that first one is, like, what's your motivation? And I think that uh, when trying to determine a clear sense of purpose, uh, for your life, um, it's helpful for you to um, list a unique list of attributes, things you're good at. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all some practical stuff because some some of y'all like pervy. I don't know how to how to discover my purpose. So so I'm, I'm I'm trying to help you. I'm not saying I am an expert. I'm just saying for somebody who discovered their purpose at 17 and I've been walking in it for 20 plus years, I'm very comfortable in what I'm purposed to do. And I know what my purpose here on earth is. And whenever the Lord decides to, to take me to glory or if I, when I go with him in the rapture, like, like I, I, I would have fulfilled what he's called me to do because like I'm walking in and I'm comfortable in it. I, lo- I wake up every day thinking of how I can bless people. Now the conundrum is that, that if, you, if you really knew me, like I don't really like being around a whole bunch of people. It, it's the weirdest thing. I, 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 I looked it up. And, and so many other people may be like me as well. But I, I am what they call an ambervert. An introvert gets energy from being by themselves. An extrovert gets energy from being around people. I, along with some of my other friends that may be listening to this podcast, we are ambiverts. Ambiverts are the people uh, that we have a little bit of both in us. And we gain energy from being by ourselves so we can be our best selves around people. And if we don't get alone time, we ain't no good for nobody, right? So, so, so being alone is a recharge for our social battery. So when we get in front of people, we're good. So people think that we're extroverts when in reality, we're just a charged battery. And when that battery <laughs> is low, 
I mean, you, you know, uh, if you have an iPhone, I don't know how you little Android for phones work, but if you have an iPhone, when the battery gets low, it gets real red. That, that, that bar at the top gets red. It goes from green um, or, or it, goes, it goes black to a little yellow and then red. When it gets to that red and it starts blinking, got about 2% left. And like, if you're ever around me and my 2% is blinking, like, don't charge it to my heart. It's it's because my battery's low. Okay, <laughs> but but um, when it comes to motivation, like you you got to consider um, and, and and list these attributes about yourself, and consider and, and describe yourself. Um, and when you write these things down, write these things down and describe yourself to yourself as if you are introducing yourself to someone who's never met you. When you when you when you list attributes about yourself or your your, your unique positive attributes, uh, write them down as if you're introducing yourself to somebody who doesn't know you. And co- and and cons- consider this: consider your your motivations. Um, I, I did a little research so I can sound smart to y'all. Okay, so I, my, my thoughts could be uh, clear. Okay, um, I just, there are two types of motivation. There are two types of motivation. You have intrinsic and extrinsic motivations. Um, Intrinsic motivation is something inside of you that drives you and your actions. Extrinsic motivation is the kind of motivation that we find outside of ourselves. It might be a reward or accolade, but here it is. We are all motivated by a mixture of intrinsic and extrinsic motivators at any given moment in our lives, right? When it comes to your life and finding your purpose, you have to tap into the intrinsic motivation as much as possible. The intrinsic motivation is what's going to push you closer to your purpose. Extrinsic is motivated by things you obtain. Intrinsic is, I don't care if it doesn't pay me at all, I'm still do it. it, it it's, it's the motivation uh, that entrepreneurs have, that when they, when they jump out and they start out and they open up their own um, clothing line or their own coffee shop or their own... Um, their own um, school or their own daycare or, or even a church, whatever it may be, that they're doing it not because it's going to bring them money, but they want to help people. Now, open up this daycare center because I want mothers and fathers to have a place for their kids to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going, I'm opening up a school because I want to give a different kind of education to kids. Or, or I'm, I'm starting a church because the God has called me to do this so people can come into community and come to know him better. But it, 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 these are things that happen intrinsically on the inside, and you, and, and, and you have to be pushed to that. So, so I'm going to go left and come back right. Whatever inside of you that you can't shake, like uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you what uh, uh, Mary Clarence told, uh, told uh, what, what's, what's Lauren Hill's character on, on Sister Act 2 name? What, what's, what's that baby name? Uh, I, I forget her name. She's she just Lauren Hill. But uh, Lauren Hill's character on Sister Act Two, um, when 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 she, when she doesn't uh, want to want to sing, or where she gets gets kicked out kicked out the class, um, she, she she's um, she's found she's found in the uh, in the room singing with another kid, and uh, and uh, I think I think her name is Lorena Larita. It's Rita. It's Rita. It's Rita. Because her mama yelled out the window, Rita May. She called the whole name. That's what it was. <laughs> Rita May. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so in the movie, 
uh, Whoopi Goldberg's character, Sister Mary Clarence, uh, stops her as she's storming uh, out because she can really sing. And so she talks to her and she tells her, um, if you wake up in the morning and all you can think about is singing, you're supposed to be a singer, girl. As she, told, she, she, she told her that. And so um, I want to tell you, if whatever you wake up in the morning thinking about, and I ain't talk about your boo or your bae. I ain't, I ain't talk about that. That's another podcast for the day because you you just smitten probably about the wrong thing. But when you wake up in the morning and what all you could think about and, and, and how you could change the world through this, that's your purpose. And it doesn't have to be your job. It doesn't have to be your job. So I'm going to go left and come back right here. If what your If your purpose is outside of your job, you have to intentionally make time to... Let your purpose be fulfilled in the earth. Don't be so consumed with your occupation that you don't make time for your purpose because your occupation may bring money to your pocket, but your purpose will bring life to somebody else. Your occupation may pay your bills, may give you money to pay your bills, but your purpose is going to change somebody's life. And so many times we try to uh, rap purpose and passion together. And I don't want to go too deep here, but sometimes some things you can be passionate about because it, it extrinsic, it's an extrinsic motivator. You're passionate about it because it brings, uh, accolades to you. You're passionate about it because it brings money to you. So you may be passionate about going to work because it's going to pay you. And you may be passionate about, um, doing certain things because it's going to pay you. There's some reward in it. Uh, but the intrinsic motivator, Right. Uh, for a purpose is I'm not worried about reward. I want to see something change in the world. Right. Um, went to school. What do you like name? Allison. And Allison loved animals. She loved animals. And um, Allison loved animals so much to where when she graduated high school, um, she studied marine biology at Texas A&M University. Uh, Galveston and uh, to this day um, Allison still works with um, amphibians different type of fish and whales and uh, she actually uh, does projects across the nation that goes to uh, beaches to save uh, uh, seagulls and pelicans and different animals sea turtles from um, waste in the ocean that's what she does because she's changing the world by making our ecosystem better. And that's her that's her purpose. And and some people don't get it, don't understand it, but she's given her life to it. Right? And she's passionate about her purpose. Right? And so um Oprah <laughs> Oprah talked about this. My next point, what's your motivation? But my next point, uh Oprah talked about it about this uh she made it famous called the flow. F- f- finding finding your flow. Uh, if any of you watch Oprah, it may, oh, that's crazy. Oprah, like, oh, there's some, a generation of people that who don't know who Oprah is. That's crazy now. Uh, but but o- Oprah uh, talked about the um, idea of, of finding your flow. Um, essentially, a flow state is when you're so immersed in an activity, you kind of lose yourself in it. Uh, bring it more up to date for you. It's, uh, it's what happened in Soul, the, 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 the movie Soul, uh, when the guy was playing the piano. And when he was playing, um, he, he he went into this this space 
this, this realm where nothing else mattered. And, and he couldn't hear anything else in the natural. It was almost a supernatural space. He got immersed in it. He got into the flow. Um, psychology today calls it a cognitive state where one is completely immersed in an activity. It involves intense focus, creative engagement, and the loss of awareness of time and self. What puts you in the flow? Whatever puts you in the flow and makes you go will lead you to your purpose. And 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 and, and here it is. Don't don't measure your purpose up against anybody else's. Like we, we have to get out of that to where we're comparing purposes. No, like, like God made you so unique. Um, as a youth pastor, I used to tell teens this all the time, and I'm telling every listener, like, like you're so unique. Um, and, and when I say this, it may be uh, mundane to you, but I, I, I feel it every time the Lord allows me to say it. Like, there's only one you. There's only one you. Like, there's nobody else before you. There's nobody else living now. And there's nobody else living after you that will ever have your fingerprint. That God will never duplicate you. You will, you will never be duplicated. And you have a purpose. There's something unique for you to do while you're here on earth. Between your birth date and your death date, there's a purpose for you. Purpose for you. There's, and, and you got to get motivated and happy and get, get motivated about it. Every find, find out what it is about you that makes you unique and what intrinsically can help somebody else. That, 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 that's what purpose. And this is Purvey's point. I don't believe that purpose should be money driven. Purpose should be reward-driven. That's what we talk about, those motivators. I think purpose is what you do because it changes somebody else's life and it may not ever bring any type of admonition or admiration to you that God has taken record of it in heaven and you're perfectly fine with that. That, that you are waking up every morning on how can I change the world through this and you're not worried if anybody agrees with it or not. And, and, and I believe that so many people can't really grab or grasp that because my last point is you have too many distractions. If you want to discover, you have to remove every distraction. And in order for something or someone to be a distraction, you had to give it permission. In order for something or someone to be a distraction, you had to give it permission. So since you gave it permission to be a distraction, pray and ask God to give you strength to dismiss the distraction. Since, since you gave the distraction permission and the distraction is causing you not to realize what your purpose is, if you want to know what your purpose is, ask the Lord to give you strength to dismiss your distraction. And once you dismiss it, don't accept or entertain anything or anyone that causes you to lose focus. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again because I'm going to pull this mic up. I'm going to say it say right here in the mic so you can hear me. Don't accept or entertain anything or anyone that causes you to lose focus 
of your purpose. It, it's it's perfect point. It's not Bible. Probably ain't even written nowhere. Because this is from our heart to your ears. I believe that when you discover purpose, it's that that actually pushes you closer to God. Because in order to fulfill it, you need him. In order to focus on it, you need him. In order to finish it, you need him. So if you if you if you have if you found your purpose, every day you're seeking him on how to fulfill that purpose while you have time on earth. And you know you can't do it without him. Cuz cuz uh, sometimes uh or most times he has to fund it some unique and supernatural way. He has to open doors some unique and supernatural way. Now, I'm, I'm not telling you to leave your job. I'm not telling you to do that. But what I am saying is there are some people out here you find yourself, you find yourself constricted, constrained by your job. And in order to really fulfill your purpose, you feel like you have to leave your nine to five. If, if, that's, what, if that's what you feel you have to do, uh, seek counsel. Seek the Lord and make the right decision for you. But I can say from personal experience um, that when you are free to operate and live in your purpose, it's a whole other feeling. Like you're not even concerned about the things you normally concerned about when you're working. Like like you know the Lord is going to make a way. You know he's not going to let you go homeless or hungry. And so you focus on what he's called you to do. But more importantly, you get rid of everything and everybody that takes your focus off of that purpose. I'm going to tell you all something before I let y'all out of here. Um, when Layla studies, I have twins, Layla and Jaden, when they do their homework, when Layla studies, Layla can't have no TV. Like, no TV. The TV can't even be on. Not even on mute. Because she just gets distracted. When Jaden studies, Jaden don't like no noise. Don't nobody talk. No music, nothing, because that's how he focuses. Layla focuses when stuff ain't moving. Jaden focuses when he can't hear nothing. Both of them, twins, they came out a minute apart, and they're paternal, but, but they, they, they have a lot of similarities. But when it comes to how they focus, they have different things that distract them. Jaden can have the TV on just as long as it's on mute. Layla can't have it on at all because the movement distracts her. Jaden don't want no noise. Layla can study with the music. She just can't have anything moving. She can listen to music. That's why they have to study in two different rooms. But they have to do what they have to do to focus on what they need to accomplish. And so I say that to you. Maybe the reason why you haven't been able to find your purpose because you got too many distractions. Maybe the reason why you haven't been able to get into your flow and really figure it out, because you got too many distractions. Your, your, your purpose, it, it, it's your personal mission statement. It, it's, it's how you plan to make your mark in this world. It, it, it's, it's, how, it's how you plan to do that. And, and hear me, sometimes sometime it takes time to find it. 
So while you're trying to discover it, be patient and continue soul searching. Keep learning, sharing, reading, exploring. And when your purpose reveals itself, go after it relentlessly. Don't let nothing or no one stop you from fulfilling it. Because it's the most rewarding thing ever. It's, it's the most rewarding thing ever to, to be living fully and freely in your purpose. And, and for those of you who are listening and know what that feels like, let's, let's continue to celebrate that. But also, let's continue to pour into our brothers and sisters who have yet to find it. I just believe when all of us start walking and living in purpose, our world just becomes a better place. People's lives are changed. People become better because we're walking in purpose. Jesus walked in purpose. And in his humanity, his ministry lasted three years. And for three years, with purpose, on purpose, the Bible says there are things, some of the things that he did that aren't even recorded. So what we read and know of, is more to it than that. And if the one that gave you life came to earth and fulfilled his purpose, he's given you time on earth to fulfill yours. So go do it. And every week I'm going to connect with your heart, challenge your mindset, and change your perspective. So until next week, love God, love people, and show enough, love yourself. It's been another episode of Purvey's Point, and I'm so honored to be your host, Robert Purvey. Love you. Peace.